Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Some facts. Get you some facts right here. Get you some facts. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Song Facts Podcast. I am your host, Corey O'Flanagan, and you may have noticed that we've been on a bit of a break, and that is because after 100 episodes, I have decided to back away from my hosting duties for Song Facts Podcast. It's been over three years, and I could not imagine when I started this project some of the opportunities I have had and the music that I have found along the way that will stay with me forever. I'm so grateful to the people at SongFacts for the opportunity and belief to make this show happen, as well as the team at our partner Pantheon Podcast for their support and the opportunities they have created. I would also like to thank you, the listeners, for tagging along and helping this show grow over the time I have been a part of it. Really, truly do appreciate it. Four years ago, I asked some of the other hosts at Pantheon Pods if they'd be interested in submitting some short recordings about holiday songs that were a part of their lives. Since then, we have had three years of this holiday song special, and I would encourage you to go back and listen to those shows as the song selection is incredible and the Pantheon hosts always deliver. This year is our fourth year of the special, and I want to start by talking about a collection of songs that is near and dear to me. I think we might all have a day or event that signifies the beginning of the holiday season and the end of the year. One of those events for me as I was growing up was waking up to my dad putting on the original Neil Diamond Christmas album simply titled The Christmas Album, which was released in 1992. This album was a departure from his usual pop style as it featured mostly traditional Christmas songs with orchestral and choir arrangements by David Campbell. Now, Campbell had always admired Neil's voice and style, but he felt he needed more variety and experimentation in his music, so he suggested that Neil should try something different for Christmas, something that would appeal to both Christians and non-Christians alike. He proposed that Neil should record some classic Christmas songs with orchestral arrangements that would give them a new dimension. Hence, we have the Christmas album. Neil agreed to give it a try, as he trusted Campbell's musical vision and wanted to challenge himself as an artist. He also wanted to celebrate Christmas as a time of peace and joy for everyone. The result, the Christmas album, which features 14 tracks including traditionals like White Christmas and Jingle Bell Rock. Neil's always silky voice shines on this collection of recordings, and I would encourage you to give it a listen as the holidays ramp up. There are just some great tunes, and I think it just really puts you in the spirit. Next up, we have the host of Set Lusting Bruce, Jesse Jackson, talking about one of his favorite holiday tunes. Take it away, Jesse. When I'm asked about my favorite Christmas song, there's only one answer. 
No, it isn't Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Though I do find it humorous that if you look at choices of best and worst Christmas songs, his version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town is often listed on both lists. But no, my favorite is Charles Brown's Please Come Home for Christmas. Bells will be ringing The glad, glad news Oh, what a Christmas To have the blues My baby's gone I have no friends To wish me greetings Once again Growing up in Lake Charles, Louisiana in the late 70s, it wasn't Christmas until the local AM station played Please Come Home for Christmas. They would not play it till the Friday after Thanksgiving. And when you heard that memorable ringing bell opening, you knew it was Christmas. Back then, the only way to hear it anytime you wanted was to own a turntable and buy the 45 single. And since I didn't have a record player, I did have a portable 8-track player, I wasn't able to hear it on demand. The song has just the right amount of sadness for the season. I love the longing in Charles Brown's voice, the pleading, please come home for Christmas. And then his backup plan, if not for Christmas, by New Year night. Almost all of us have family, friends, loved ones that we miss, and we miss them even more around the holidays. And as the song says, this is the time of year to be with the ones you love. Many people have covered the song, Eagles, Carly Clarkson, Pat Benatar, Bon Jovi, and the great Aaron Neville. But to me, the original by Charles Brown means Christmas to me. Thank you, Corey, and I appreciate being part of the Song Facts podcast, this special holiday edition of the Song Facts podcast. My name is Jesse Jackson. You can hear me each week on Set Lusting Bruce, the Bruce Springsteen podcast, where we talk to Springsteen fans from around the world, and we also have fans of other musicians join us. I hope that this holiday season is one that fills you with happiness, good health, good food, and success to you and to all you love. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Please come on for Christmas. Please come on for Christmas. If not for Christmas, by New Year's Night. Hey, it's Brad Page from the I'm in Love with That Song podcast with some more Christmas song shenanigans for you. One of the most popular subjects of Christmas songs is, of course, Santa Claus. There are tons of songs about good old Santa. As usual, I'm more interested in the weird and obscure ones. 
Like this song from Charlie Stewart called Santa Claus Won't Come This Year. Oh, Santa Claus won't come this year, got the word today. He was wrapping up some razor blades and shaved his beard away. Shave his beard away, boys, shave his beard away. He was wrapping up some razor blades and shaved his beard away. Here's one by Lee Miles called That Fat Little Man, which is kind of insulting to poor old Santa, don't you think? That little fat man in the little red suit with the black belt round the middle A long white beard all over his face and his actions are a riddle Some say he is, some say he ain't he always makes a showing all over this world on Christmas Eve and no one really knowing. And here's a song that I came across that I don't even know who did it or when it was released. All I know is it's a song called Santa's Whiskers. Over, under, over, under. A problem that puzzles my brain At Christmas time it nearly drives me insane I've asked all the policemen and postmen as well But none of them seem to be able to tell Does Santa Claus sleep with his whiskers Over or under the sheet Does he go to bed with them tucked in his vest And when he sleeps do they tickle his chest Our lawyers and doctors and statesmen Say this question's got them all beat does Santa Claus sleep with his whiskers over or under the sheet? But the song I really wanted to play for you is a song by the Fuzz Tones called Santa Claus. The Fuzz Tones were formed in the 1980s, but their sound comes straight from the garage rock of the 1960s. That's a sound that's near and dear to my heart. So let's hear the Fuzz Tones in their version of Santa Claus. Merry Christmas, everybody. And if you like this kind of thing, check out our podcast. It's called I'm In Love With That Song. It's right here on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Hey, Holly. Hey, Dave. What's going on today on a different version of What Difference Does It Make? For Song Facts. We're doing this for Song Facts, and I'm feeling pretty festive today, Dave. How are you? Oh, I'm feeling ho-ho-ho-ish today. Very jolly. Why is that? Well, I'm feeling jolly because we get to pick a song. It's, it's that time of year again where we get to choose a song of our own choosing of the holidays, and we went for a, well, this is a cover song, isn't it? It is. And I think this is a perfect cover song. It incorporates two of our very favorite artists. This is Alanis Morissette covering Wham's Last Christmas. 
Well, we also love George Michael, who was inducted into the Rock Hall this year. And then we also love the Wham! documentary, which came out this year. There's Wham!, there's George Michael, then Alanis comes around who's announcing a new tour next year with Joan Jett. She's bringing all the elements together, including a Gap ad. And what's that like? What's going on there? Oh, it's really lovely. It's with her family. She narrates a little bit and her family's just rolling around with her husband. She's got three kids and it's very sweet. And as in true Alana style, very genuine. We've talked about Wham! before. I, I believe if you listen to our past episodes, you could hear us talk about on end about Wham!'s last Christmas and all that happened with that. But suddenly, Alanis Morissette comes along and drops this four-song EP. Some of these songs she's recorded before, but the most exciting one is Last Christmas. Happy Christmas, I wrapped it up and sent it with a note saying I love you, I meant it. Now I know what a fool I've been, but if you kissed me now, I know you'd fool me again. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. But the very next day, you gave it What do we think about this version of Last Christmas? I think she did a great job with this song. And I loved reading why she chose to cover it. Okay, so tell me why. Tell me more, tell me more. Was it love at first sight? <laughs> yes. I am quoting Alanis Morissette. She says, I have been obsessed with George Michael my entire life and had the pleasure of meeting him backstage at one of my shows. Wham was a favorite band when I was younger. George's voice, Velvet and Dreamy was super inspiring to me. So she said covering Last Christmas is a way to mark the holiday time as well as bow down to George himself. I should also mention Annie Zaleski has a book out and Last Christmas is also on that list of the essential Christmas songs. She's on an episode of What Difference Does It Make? I like the Atlantis Morissette version. I love the Wham! version. I'm glad both exist in the world now. And I will uh, listen to the EP many times as well. It's got Happy Christmas, War Is Over, Little Drummer Boy, What Child Is This? And then she closes it with Last Christmas. That's a good Grand Slam right there. I would call that the Grand Slam of Christmas songs. I would have to agree with you. Thanks, Corey, once again. Happy holidays, Holly. Happy holidays to you too, Dave. So until next time, this is Dave. This is Holly. Check you later. Over and out. Merry Christmas. More than I can say. Hello there, this is Joe Kay from the Play That Rock and Roll podcast, and I am making my first appearance here on the Song Facts Holiday Songs special to talk about my absolute favorite Christmas song, which is one that has almost been lost to time. And that is a track called One Christmas Catalog by Captain Sensible, who you might know as one of the founding members of the punk rock group The Damned. Now this song is from his solo career, and it was originally released as a single in 1984, but I know it from a 1996 compilation CD that I found at my local library some years back called Just Can't Get Enough, New Wave Christmas. Why do I like the song? Well, it's right there in the CD title, New Wave. I love 80s New Wave, and this song is one big dose of it. So if you don't like the synth pop of the 80s, I suspect this one is probably not for you. 
for me, it's the percussion, it's the vocals, it's that secondary vocal track where he goes, Christmas to Christmas. And there's a turkey in the wings, he doesn't dance and he can't sing. And it's the music video, which is from that golden era of early MTV. It's clearly a low-budget production, but it manages to deliver some genuine charm and humor. Hopefully you'll give this song a chance. If you're partial to Last Christmas by Wham, then I think you'll enjoy this track as well. It's certainly a lost gem, so you won't hear it on the radio. But if you like 80s synth pop, I think there's a good chance you will make it a staple of your annual Christmas playlist. At least I hope you will. But that will do it for me today. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can check out the podcast I do, which is called Play That Rock and Roll, on which we discuss the music and stories of classic rock via artist retrospectives, songwriter deep dives, concert reviews, and of course, guest interviews. We've had a lot of great guests on this year, so I would encourage you to check it out. You can find us on the Pantheon Network, as we are a proud member of that community, and you can find us on social media with the handle at Play That Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter even TikTok. And with that, I would just like to say thank you to Corey for inviting me to be a part of this year's special. I always appreciate an opportunity to talk about one of my favorite songs. And I'd also like to say happy holidays to everyone listening. Best wishes to you and yours in 2024. Hello, Song Facts listeners. I'm Rachel Oaks from the Story Song Podcast, and I'm so happy to be back for another Song Facts holiday special with my Pantheon family. You know, I was thinking about what song I wanted to share with everyone for this holiday special. For our show, the Story Song Podcast, we dissect story songs. So should I do a song that tells a story? Or should it be some obscure song you've never thought about? But then I thought, for me, Christmas doesn't start until I put on a Christmas album. No, not just any Christmas album. A Christmas album. Barbara Streisand's A Christmas album. Her 10th studio album and first holiday record starts with one of my favorite fever dreams of a holiday classic, Jingle Bells. We're dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh, all the fields we go, laughing all the way, bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright, oh what fun it is to sing a sleighing song tonight, oh jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way, oh what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh, hey jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way, oh what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh, a day or two. Ago, I thought I'd take a ride, and soon Miss Fanny Bright was seated by my side. The horse was lean and lank. Misfortune. It's a question. This fast, at times humorous take on the traditional Christmas carol starts the album off with a bang as Barbara sings at a breakneck pace, rivaling Color Me Barbara's Minute Waltz, but with a big brass sound behind her to fill you with the Christmas spirit. It sounds like the horse on the one-horse open sleigh was let loose of his reins and is galloping away, and I love it. 
The instrumental start of the song lulls you into thinking it may be a 1940s Christmas standard, but when Barbara comes in with her staccato retelling of a sleigh ride with Fanny Bright, not Bryce, gone awry, you know you're in for the time of your life. Listen to it once and imagine yourself lip-syncing it at a holiday party when you're three drinks in. Or learn it verbatim and break it out during the karaoke section of the office holiday party. A Christmas album, which was released in 1967, spent five weeks at number one on the holiday charts and has gone five times platinum. And it settles in nicely into a more melodic tones by which to hang lights and sit by a fire and drink some eggnog. But Jingle Bells? Jingle Bells will catapult you into the holiday season like no other song. Happy holidays, everyone. This is Brian Colburn, host of the My Weekly Mixtape podcast. And I'd like to first thank Corey for inviting me to chime in with my favorite holiday song for this episode. And the song I am going to go with is from the 1987 compilation A Very Special Christmas, which was a Christmas-themed comp put out to benefit the Special Olympics, and it was released in October of 1987 and produced by Jimmy Iovine. I was about 10 years old when this album came out. Actually, the first version I owned was on a cassette, and this basically was a who's who in music at the time from the Pointer Sisters, Eurythmics, Whitney Houston, Bruce Springsteen, Pretenders, John Cougar, Mellencamp, U2, Madonna, Bob Seger, Bon Jovi, Stevie Nicks, and the song that I chose for tonight, which is Run DMC's hip hop classic, Christmas in Hollis. The song samples Clarence Carter's 1968 hit Backdoor Santa, as well as interpolations of Frosty the Snowman, Jingle Bells, and Joy to the World. This song, to me, if you are hosting a Christmas party, this is the song that sets that party off. This song is fun, it's infectious, and it's timeless. It takes a classic song from the 60s and makes it feel modern for the 80s as well as modern for the year 2023. The song just has that special something that makes it feel timeless no matter what year you put the song on. And fun fact, it went on to win Rolling Stone's Music Video of the Year in 1987, which beat out Michael Jackson's Bad. And one of those videos was directed by Martin Scorsese, and it was not Run DMC's video. The video was fun, the song is iconic, and Run DMC are hip-hop legends. And to have a holiday song that you want to rock throughout the year because it's just that great of a track has to be on my mixtape for this holiday season. If you'd like to learn more about My Weekly Mixtape, you could check it out at myweeklymixtape.com or by searching My Weekly Mixtape wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Corey, and I'd like to wish everyone who listens to Song Facts a very happy holiday season. Thank you, thank you, thank you to my fellow Pantheon hosts for contributing 
always such a pleasure to see what kind of crazy songs people come up with. Thank you for listening, and as always, for the stories behind the songs, go to songfacts.com. See ya! It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.